Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, our special live in front of a studio audience at a Mountain Comics and Coffee episode for Philadelphia Podcast Festival. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host, who's writing in a notebook furiously. Yeah. Looks like a division problem, long division. <laughs> Adam, I'm going to just go with Joy Tetris. Adam Joy Tetris. A joyousness is, is, is on you. Can you see it? No. Oh, okay. I just assume positive intent. <laughs> yeah, you just tease me about my joy. <laughs> I have an aura of joy. I'm That's happy right. to be here right now. Yes. That's right. This is the, the second time we've done a live show. That's right. And both of those have been here at Amalgam Comics and Coffee House. That's right. In in beautiful this town. Philadelphia. Yeah. Because I feel like as I was driving in here, I was wondering, am I in Kensington or Fishtown? Help. I'll allow it. Okay, so I'm just going to give it like the... Let's uh, just we, go with it. We, we, in beautiful... Right here. Right Philly. now. That's right. In this moment, in this space. And part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Uh, we're really excited to be a part of this again. Shout uh, out to... Uh, Ariel, thank you for having us. Shout out household. to you. You guys can't see it, but we can see it. Yeah. Ariel is the beautiful. one. We appreciate you. It's beautiful. Tony Stark's over in the corner. That is correct. Riri's holding Riri it Williams down. is on her way. She come in and always order the same thing. How often do you spend is time like with that? Riri, uh, Ariel? I'd like to... And how can we situate it so that I can be here when she is here? Is that a possibility? You know, I've never Ariel seen... said no, stop worrying about my personal business, <laughs> and that is okay with me. I will stay out of your business. I've never seen Ariel and Ironheart in the same place. Oh, that's all I'm saying. I don't know who she is. Mm-hmm. All I know is I ain't seen them together except mm-hmm. an illustration. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's true. That's that's what I'm gonna go with. But how are uh, you, Octavius A. Newman? I'm doing all right. Yeah. You know, I'm Feeling out healthy, here. You glowed up. That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. I am, in fact, glowed up. Good. If there was a glowed up level, I'd be at the top of it. And yourself? <laughs> yeah, I'm glowed up. Absolutely. I'm uh, Meek Mill glowed up. Are you K. Trinata glowed up? Yeah, that's what I was going to go with K. Trinata on mine. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. See, something we do here in, uh, on Comic Book Junto is we fail to talk about comic books. That's right. Uh, we frequently talk about everything else other than that. Migos. Yes. That's it. 444. <laughs> 444. Uh, uh, Beyonce is going to find her way in here somehow. Sir Carter and Rumi. That's correct. Which I would like to point out before we get into the show and our, our normal conversations. Mm-hmm. I realize that Sir Carter is the full name of uh, Beyonce and Jay's new son. Okay. Which means if he is ever knighted, his name would be Sir, Sir Carter, Carter. Mm. Okay. That's a lot. I'll allow it. <laughs> Beyonce, <laughs> do whatever you want to do. Yeah, I'm not going to question that. Beehive needs to uh, stay Sir, what's your me. full name? Sir, Sir, Carter, Carter. Oh, but okay. seriously, your real name, sir. Yeah, yeah. That's like Johnny two times. Right. Say everything two times. That's two correct. Times. Right. Yeah. So what we're going to talk about today, other than these ridiculous jokes, um, is we are going to talk about a specific topic. Normally on Comic Book Junto, we have a... a, a format we go through news mm. then we do a little bit of talk back people from the show uh that email us send us voicemails mm-hmm. um shoot us tweets by the way if you want to follow us on twitter at comic book junto i am on twitter at octavius a newman adam i'm adam tetris a-d-a-m-t-e-t-e-r-u-s yes yeah, so you can hit us up there and let us know how much you agree or disagree with what we're talking about today don't um, at me I'm, I'm, I'm still getting at, people telling me that I'm wrong about Superman Because returns. you are. Okay. Let's not make this about that because we don't want to go down the road. We ain't got but so much time. Okay? All right. But today, we're going to talk about one specific topic for, for a length of time because mm-hmm. 
we're long-winded. How much we just talk nonsense for, oh, that's a good thing we started early. That's right. We're only two minutes in. That's right. Well, man, we are a winner right now. You get disqualified. Yes. And we, we got the, we're allowed to start the race early. <laughs> so, uh, we also want to point out, because we're doing this a little bit differently, we're specifically approaching this episode because there are people in the room with us. Yes. Rarely that is what's happening. Um, although frequently we've recorded episodes while Lexus is hanging outside the room. Yes. Uh, uh, just clawing at the window. But uh, now we actually have people in the room and we're really proud and, and, and pleased to have all of you here. So at certain points in time during this conversation, we will ask you for your opinion. And if you would like to share your opinion with us, you can join us uh, in this chair. Or we'll, we'll bring the mic to you. Or we'll bring the mic to you. We'll figure out a way so we do not create chaos. Mm -hmm. But the conversation that we're going to have now is freestyle. Yes. Uh, we're both going to be bringing our personal opinions to the subject. And if you have opinions to share with us, we'd like... I'm, I'm looking at you in the back with the hat, sir. I'm looking at you, sir. I'm looking at it. I'm not just saying this into the microphone and making up that there are people here. There are genuinely humans in the room. Correct. That's right. So what we're going to be talking about today um is like i guess the way we talked about it uh 15 minutes before we walked in here was um <laughs> who's <It's> lit. <laughs> it's about to go down let's do it um whose responsibility is your joy when it comes to geek culture yes because comic book junto is a podcast about the philosophy of geek culture mm -hmm. there are a lot of things that some people may consider trivial oh comic books and movies and capes and cowls and domino masks that's stupid that's silly that's whatever that's for kids but for us Adam and I, we've bonded over it. We built our relationship on it. And we find depth, like very, very heavy depth of conversation in these things. So one of the things that we've seen consistently is that there are a lot of people who feel the same way. They feel very strongly about geek culture, whether it be a comic book or a TV show or a movie mm -hmm. or a cover or a writer or the ethnicity of a character or character or the gender of a cat like all of these things are all baked in well i read this book and i did that and this is the way i want it and this is my my story and yada 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 and a lot of times we read these articles we watch these shows and we're on twitter and i walk away i don't know about you adam going well, how am i supposed to feel about that yes like is it do who do i have to whose side am i on do i have to pick a side what do i got to do honestly i would say 60% of the conversations that we have on this show mm -hmm. are me trying to figure that out for myself. Yes. So if there's any point in time when you are listening to this show, listener, uh, this is not a show in which we're like crafting our opinions and delivering them concisely. Right. Both of us are just kind of swirling around trying to figure out how am I, what? Do I have to feel feelings about this? Mm -hmm. I do feel feelings, but what are they? Yeah. What are these feelings? Exactly. Yeah, that's mostly what the show is about. And this is frequently the case for comic book fans. You are not a comic book fan until you've been mad about something fictional. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's about right. Like, for real. Like, yeah. when you, you changed a costume on my favorite character. How dare you? You gave Man-Thing a mouth. No one consulted what? me. What? You, you're going to make my favorite character a female? They obviously have my phone what number and didn't that? use it. So it's always something along those lines. And people love getting attached to these characters and these storylines mm -hmm. and the canon. Mm -hmm. And then they get real defensive. And when I say they, I'm including myself. Yes. Uh, I am in that number as well. We get real defensive when you start pulling it away. Yeah. And I think the conversation that we get to have now is when you get upset mm -hmm. or when you feel like something is not aligned mm -hmm. with what you like or what you want, mm -hmm. A, now what? 
What do right. you do? How do you behave? How do you act? Yeah. And B, whose fault is this? Yeah. Or, or is it anyone's fault? Or right. what right, like what role do you play? What rights do you have? Like all of these heavy questions that you're like, come on, man, it's Wolverine. It don't take all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Thor. It's a hammer. I, yeah. It's yeah. not serious. But for a lot of people, it is serious. It, yeah. it does mean that much. So the the overall question that you can think about whether you're listening online or you're here live with us is whose responsibility is your joy when it comes to geek culture? And when mm-hmm. I say geek culture, I'm talking about all the things that have to do with what we do, whether it be a movie, a TV show, a magazine, a book, a casting, a director, yeah. a screen, like a, a, a script or whatever. Whose responsibility is that? And we want to bring up a couple specific scenarios to kind of just start the conversation out so that we can have some context because every podcast is someone's first, just like every comic book is someone's first. And we don't want to assume everybody's on the same page. That's right. So let's, let's kind of set the stage as an example to kind of talk about what we're talking about. So one of the things that I do want to bring up is a conversation that many of us are having in, in comics and geekdom uh, relating to a Marvel storyline that is currently ongoing. Mm -hmm. If you are not reading this, I will not spoil anything. If you are reading this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what it's hidden for. Marvel is running an arc, this long overarching storyline that spans through many different titles. Yep. And it is called Secret War. Yeah. And the Secret War is... I guess it's rotating around the the fact that Captain America, Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. uh, the star of films that you have seen and and the centerpiece of the Avengers, yes, is now a bad guy, right? And not just any bad guy, he's Hydra, mm-hmm. and not just like a made up name for villains, but Hydra, which was originally created as sort of a a piece of. Nazis. Yeah. It was like a, a subsection of Nazi Germany, except it was a comic book version. Mm-hmm. And a lot of time has passed and many things have changed. Characters have changed. Cap has died probably a couple times and right. come back. I mean, like right. things continue. Comics do what comics do. Mm-hmm. But uh, what, maybe last month, two months ago, uh, Steve Rogers comes out saboteur and he's betraying everyone in the name of hydra ultimate right. power he's putting people down who are different it's all totalitarian and people are hot they yeah. are angry yeah and a lot of the the conversation around it because this conversation is about captain america no this is just an example to use i don't like what you're doing I am unhappy. And that's the gentle version. The, I mean, that, like, I don't like yeah. what you're doing is a gentle version and, and kind of a euphemism for people are protesting Marvel. You got folks writing op-eds and think pieces. Mm-hmm. You've got people contacting the writer of this storyline, Nick Spencer. He's on Twitter. You can hit him up. Mm-hmm. You can just contact Nick Spencer. You can threaten Nick Spencer. Yeah. You can do a number of things with Nick Spencer and tell him what your opinion is. Yeah. So we're now in this, this uh, time of super accessibility. All of these creators, these, these human beings, they're accessible. They're available yes. for scrutiny. And how do you behave? Yeah. Because on one line, I'm thinking, and we, we travel through this on Comic Book Junto. We try to feel, how do we, how do we tackle this? Can we do uh, uh, an episode where we talk about the comic and just discuss whether we liked it or not. Is that mm-hmm. enough? Mm-hmm. Because usually on the show, we'll read through a comic, we'll do kind of a book club thing and say, what did you think of this panel? What worked for you? What didn't right. work? Right. Yeah, but this one's got all this extra baggage. Mm-hmm. So do we do justice? Do we bring those things up? And I think 
I think the conversation begins and ends with me asking whose responsibility is my joy and whose responsibility is my security. If Tell I'm me a, about security because yeah, I don't so understand like, how security fits. So in. the idea that uh, I am a uh, a fan of this character. Okay. I'm a I'm a big fan of Captain America. I love Cap. Mm-hmm. I was one of those guys who loved Cap before the movies. And so I was one of those guys who was psyched about it. Did you just go I'm doing geek, it. I'm geek do, hipster? I'm doing it. I'm doing now? a hipster. I'm do- Is that what you just did? Let me just put them on. Just, just lean into it. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam just put these ridiculous I'm shades drift, on just I'm now. I'm drinking artisanal coffee. Okay. I'm wearing my cool sunglasses. Where's that shirt from? Thailand. Oh, okay. You know. All right. And you know. What, what's your point? What did you see before everybody So everybody else? wants to know my opinion, the opinion of a... A, a, a guy with white, shades on, a, white, tie, straight a, male a shirt from Thailand. He's got it figured out. Artisanal coffee. Go on. What I'm saying is uh, I, uh, I love Captain America and I've loved him for a really long time. He's mm-hmm. been my favorite character for a really long time. And I am excited for Marvel to tell me stories that I have not heard before. Key point. Stories Key I haven't point. heard before. So Captain America is a character that originated, was created in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been around for a long time, so there are a lot of stories to tell. And there's got to be a new form of adversity. There's got to be a new challenge, new friction. So me, I'm ready for this, this arc. I'm ready for this plot. I'm right. prepared to, to dive into the fiction and pick up all the comics and uh, uh, grumble about the fact that I'm picking up more comics than I budget out mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. I'm prepared. However, comma... My peers, my friends, my idols, the people that I read about, the people who write pieces that I appreciate, yeah. all surrounding me are pissed. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out where my place is. And I want to I I jump in on that and talk about something. Because we're talking about responsibility, and I find that sometimes getting like a foundation of what a word means, because mm. there's connotation and denotation, what yeah. I mean when I say the word versus sure. what you heard when I said it. So I looked up a definition. Responsibility, the state or a fact of having a duty to deal with something or having control over someone. Say that one more time. Responsibility, the state or fact of having a duty to deal with something or having control over someone. See, now I feel like we need to go into the definition of duty. Well, we don't have time to do that (laughs) because we're too long-winded. But just for the sake of (laughs) what we're talking about here, generally, I think that's kind of what we're talking about when we say responsibility. Like, whose responsibility is joy? And I would say that at the end of the... Or happiness at the end of the day, if I am hinging my joy, my happiness on someone else doing something that I want them to do, I'm going to be eternally pissed off, you're eternally ceding, upset. You are ceding control to someone else. Yeah, because... If, if who, you're waiting for who, someone else. Who's... Like, because here's something that I learned about um, in my apprenticeship. Mm. Accountability. Mm-hmm. Accountability takes two people. I can't hold you accountable to something you never agreed to. Okay. So if I run up on you and go, hold up, you made Captain America, Spider-Man... Batman, blah, 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 something I didn't want. Mm-hmm. How dare you? You can look at me and go, who, who are you? Mm-hmm. I've never met you before. Yeah. I have a relationship with Marvel DC image. I don't, I don't know you. Yeah. And you being upset's got really nothing to do with me because I never made myself accountable to you. Sure. So for you to run up on me and hold me accountable to something that's happening in your head, how, how do we... Where do we go from there? Yeah. Like, because accountability to me is like, this is what we've agreed upon. This is measurable. This is actionable. This is something that we can actually say, did this happen? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. You know? And once that happens, 
We agree that if it does happen, this is what happens. If it doesn't happen, this is what happens. So if we never come to that conclusion, right? Yeah. And then you have something you want from me. I didn't even get a chance to agree with whether I was willing or able to do that. Yeah. So that's my responsibility now. You know what I'm saying? I do. But yeah. then outside of that, because that's one side, it swings to one side. Mm. The other side is what I want to call morality. Okay. Like this is right or wrong which is a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Like things like a proper, like cultural appropriation yeah. and racism yeah. and sexism and all the other isms, Sure, you know, and, but there's a level of accountability with that too. Do we all agree on that? So what happens when we don't all agree? And I'm not saying these things to say, I got it figured out. Yeah. But the point is at some point, I think this comes to, how do we hold each other accountable and what's your job and what's my job? Sure. Writer, director, person who's casting the movie. What's that person? What is that person accountable to? Is it my happiness? Yeah. And we have a mic here. So at, at a certain point, if um, I rile you up too much, you can get on the mic and disagree with me if you'd like. Oh but, yeah. Word. If it, honestly, if you have an opinion you want to share it with us and you want to just throw your hand into the air, we'll, we'll make sure that we keep our eyes uplifted. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I just said a lot. I, I be, and I, I understand what you're saying, and I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to parse how that applies. It, be, it feels like the the idea of responsibility and the idea of morality these are tools or measurements that you use to navigate for yourself. Yes, that's what I, that's what I that's, that's how I make sense yeah. of what's going on. Uh -huh. You know, like when I have an interaction with someone. I mean, this happens, and my my wife is here, and you know, we have this between my wife and I all the time. I get upset because she did or didn't do something. At a certain point, it's like, wait, did we agree on that? Sure. Or she gets upset, and it's the same thing. Or you and your friends, it's like, were you always so-and-so-and-so? Well, did I promise you I wasn't going to do that or I was going to do that? I'm, I'm so happy that you brought that up because in the spirit of full disclosure, total mm -hmm. transparency Tell on Comic Book Junto. Talk about it. Right this moment. I'm having a conversation with a friend of mine. It's one-sided because I'm not replying. I'm, I'm recording a podcast, okay? Mm -hmm. I can't be replying to people. Just rude. But I'm seeing them coming through Okay. Uh, from my best friend, and he and I are having a disagreement. Mm -hmm. We're having a hard time. You're going to tell the whole world about your best I'm friend. Just gonna, business, I'm huh? not going to put I'm not going to say oh, okay. it. Okay. Oh, it's not, it's it's not, not my no, best friend. I'm you can do whatever go. you want to do. You, you got to live with him. Not accountability between me and that person. Well, let Carry me, on. Let me just soften the blow. My, oh, all right. I'm gonna my other best friend. Oh, not the one you just mentioned that you're texting with at what time is it? Don't worry about it. Carry on. No, no. I don't I don't need the receipts. Don't put this on the show. So he and I are having a disagreement. And I'm going through a lot of things. I'm going through all of these, these, these emotions, these responses. And, and I'm thinking, am I responsible for his happiness mm. and, and fulfillment of our friendship? Mm -hmm. What is he responsible to me? Yeah. And this is, I mean, these are very terrestrial, real nonfiction things. This doesn't have to do with uh, Web now Bucky Barnes is, is Captain America. This doesn't have to do with DC has a Chinese Superman. This doesn't have mm -hmm. to do with those things. Mm -hmm. So that's a, a whole nother level. But what I'm realizing is a major component of this is I haven't seen my best friend in a long time. Mm -hmm. So this, this contract you're talking about, the things that we've agreed on, the accountability that comes through two people. Right. He and I haven't really re-upped on that in a long time. We haven't even touched it uh, base on mm -hmm. that in a long time. We haven't shared time. We haven't enjoyed each other's company. We haven't laughed. We haven't hung out. We haven't argued. So we're out of practice. Yeah. And that contract is misty. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know what's on that contract, except for what was on there a long time ago. Yeah. And I'm thinking about how that relates to comics. And I'm thinking, who here knows how a plot is created? When Secret Wars was pitched, for example, at Marvel, somebody walked into the room and said, I got a great idea. It's going to piss off the world. Captain America's Hydra. I hate everyone. And then slams the door and walks out and they print money. I mean, who here really knows how it goes down? Mm -hmm. The conversations, the timeline, the pushback in the company, the responsibility from creators uh, and the creative types and the responsibility from stakeholders and the people who say, well, I mean, we have to sell books. And if we got to crack a few eggs and make people surly for a little bit, we got to sell books or Mm -hmm. else comics go away. Sorry. Poof. So I'm realizing some of my anger comes from the fact that I don't have any damn clue how it works on their side. Mm -hmm. And when I get offended, I feel like, who's going to listen to me? Because I don't think big companies listening to me. Who can I rile up? The people I can access on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And how can I find out more about how this happened in the first place? So my opinion is consulted next time. And I can relate to that too. Now, here's the thing. What can you do about that? What do you have? What do you? I'm I'm gonna hit. Let me hit you with 140 characters of vileness. Or you can take responsibility for how you feel about it. Yes. You know what I mean? mean? Like you could. You could. (laughs) That's one way to look at it. But really, that what what do you have control over? Mm -hmm. You. Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. do you have access to? Your circle of influence. Yeah. You know, you can complain, complain, complain. That's one way to go about it. Or you can make the stuff you want to see in the world. Or you can access the people that, or you can speak, like there's so many different ways to go about it, Mm -hmm. but I'm talking about the internal stuff that happens within you because we can talk about all the things I can do outward, but I want to talk about what's happening in here Sure, because I'm pointing to myself, internet. Um, Good. You just narrate all of your actions. Really I now help. look out over the crowd. It's really going to the crowd looks back to me awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> My red shirt glistens in the lights. You are these LED lights. This Ariel. story is making me uncomfortable. I'm not happy. Is this green? Are we green here? Yeah. So that. So now the the joy, like I have to be able to manage my expectations. Yeah, of course. And this is something we've talked about on the show before. But again, every every podcast is someone's first. These are not my toys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't... Go into that. Describe that. So when it comes to toys or action figures or Legos or whatever you want to play with when you were a kid, when someone's playing with toys, they're theirs. Okay. You know, I can't control how you play with your stuff. Sure. I can have an opinion about it. I can express my opinion. But at a certain point, I have to be able to go, these aren't my toys. All right. So um, let me just illustrate uh, a scenario here. Mm-hmm. I have a Spider-Man action figure. Yes. I'm playing with my Spider-Man action figure and he's fighting Mysterio, mm-hmm. one of his baddies. Mm-hmm. And I say in the voice of Peter Parker, I say, I can tell what you're going to do to me next because I'm using my telepathy, Mysterio. I'm Spider-Man. Spider-Man doesn't have telepathy. Now, no. See, these are my toys. Right. This is my story. Right. I can do whatever I want with Spider-Man it. doesn't have telepathy. <laughs> but that's, yo, when I watch Homecoming... I'm seeing parts of spoilers. What Wait a not minute. Not spoiling. Not spoiling. Spoilers. I saw, I saw Homecoming. Internet cover your ears. Spider-Man Homecoming. He's going. There were parts of it that He's said. He's still doing it. Spider-Man doesn't do that. The Spider-Man doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. And so that is the experience that's happening for me. Right. And then I'm up at that wall that says, 
well, okay. So I'm just going to be the only grumpy person in the room? Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. Diminish it? And I think what you're saying is these are not your toys as a way of realizing someone else is telling you a story. Sit down. Shut up. Yeah. Enjoy. Or, well, I don't want to say enjoy. Okay. But let them tell you the enjoy. story. Let them tell you the story they want to tell you or leave. Mm-hmm. Because these are not your toys. Mm. You can't tell me how to play with my toys. Mm-hmm. However, I can comment, I can critique, but do you owe me? Do you owe me? Are you debted to me? Am I holding you accountable? You said you'd do it this way. You're not doing it that way. I'm here to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Because that's a lot of what I see the internet do. Spider-Man's not black. How dare you? Sure. Thor's not a woman. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, well, hold, wait, hold on a second. Whose toys are these? Yeah. You know, but there is a side of it that makes me go, well, depending upon the scenario, you can say that. Mm-hmm. You can say, well, as a black man, who's writing this? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's my experience. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not a woman, but as a woman or as a person from this community, that community, this community, then the conversation twists a little bit and goes, Maybe they're not my toys, but how did you get them in the first place? Mm -hmm. Because I don't think you should have them. You might not be the best person to... Does that that make sense what I'm saying? Sure. Audience, does this make sense what I'm saying or am I losing you? Yeah, that makes sense. Everybody nodded. Everyone nodded. Everybody nodded. Everybody shot up two thumbs and everybody said, we love you, Ock. I didn't hear that part, but I'll take it. That's correct. (laughs) That's what I perceived. Mm -hmm. This is... um, Let me ask you this. Yeah. When was the last time within geek culture... When's the last time you danced? When was the last time you took me out? Mm. That's the question. I'm going to meditate on that. Carry on. But my follow-up question is, when was the last time within geek culture, movies, comics, TV show, whatever, Mm -hmm. that you were mad about a creative choice? Uh, I will say Spider-Man Homecoming. Can you divulge the details? Spoilers. No, come on. You got to give something that you can Okay, I'll I'll give you something. I mean, internet... Look, you know what it's hitting for. Spoilers. After there's this, a, you're going to have to introduce the blackout country. There's a character in Spider-Man Homecoming named Ned, and I was frustrated because that character is basically Genki from Miles Morales' as Spider-Man. That's right. Yeah. And I was like, hold up. You basically took this character from this guy, who is a person of color, who is the Spider-Man that we're reading currently, and mm-hmm. from c- coming from a culture that has been has had things taken from them often mm-hmm. something triggers in me and goes well why don't you go get your own get character your yeah, yeah why you gotta take miles's guy yeah you're gonna take this guy and put him in this story well what's what's miles gonna have now in the marvel cinematic universe because that character genki you, is gotta, really you got something you want to say miles <laughs> yeah huh? do, do you want to do you want to share an opinion do you have do you have something you would like to contribute bring the mic to you or what here come around all right, here's what you're going to do. We're going to have a guest who's going to join us. This is the first time ever, ever, ever mm-hmm. on Comic Book Junto. Yeah. So thank you for joining us at the table. And if you wouldn't mind, introduce yourself. Uh, name's Adam May. Adam nice May. Thank you, Adam. you for joining us, Adam. Is this mic on? Go ahead. Uh, so what was the question? Well, Good. I'm just <laughs> right. here to... I'm here right. to... Uh, thank you, Adam. We really appreciate your time. A, there's a vacancy in your, your uh, best friend category. Mm, that's I'm, right. I'm coming to apply. <laughs> um, no, this, uh, this idea of uh, the toy box. 
Mm-hmm. And um, specifically with with Spider Man Homecoming, because what I was thinking no spoilers. Of, watch the spoilers. No, no, no spoilers. All right. Um, what I was thinking about no spoilers before you even brought that up uh, was the idea. Make sure you're of real close to the mic so that that, that tracks. What m- when it comes to my happiness with mm-hmm. geek culture mm-hmm. intention, the creator's intention mm-hmm. is what's most important to me, and so. There are situations like in uh, Spider-Man 3 mm-hmm. where Sam Raimi didn't want to play with Venom, mm-hmm. but the producer said, no, this is your toy yeah. and you have to play with it. Right. And we all saw the result of that. And I think with Homecoming and with a lot of the uh, more diverse characters in comics now, I think Kevin Feige said... I want to play with Peter Parker. I've wanted to play with my Peter Parker action figure for 30 years. Yeah. I finally get to. Now I'm looking at the other toys in the toy box. This guy's better. <laughs> like mm-hmm. maybe we'll get to Miles, maybe we won't. I'm yeah. hoping we do. Yeah. But I think that's where he was coming from was we've got some better toys now than mm. when Stan first built them. So right. you're suggesting that Kevin Feige, uh, in attempting to fulfill his ability to use this character and tell a story with this character, also wanted to modify and bring it to present a little bit, yeah. but didn't go all the way. I think so, because again, I mean, it, it, we're, we're all just guessing uh-huh. sure. what the assumption is, but um, it seems like they really wanted to play with Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and they really wanted to tell his story. Um and so I don't know what their plans for, for Miles is, but the fact of the matter is the Peter Parker from back in the day is not, and I mean, you know, this is kind of what started the whole uh, talk of like Donald Glover for Spider-Man mm-hmm. was that... That was a it, campaign that ran a few years ago. I want to say it was like 2011. Something maybe. like that. Yeah. Well, because he has a bit in his stand-up where he talks about the fact that this young kid, you know, de- poor kid from Queens... This story is not about a white kid, yeah. sure. you know, and so they they had a choice to make of whether they were going to really go full bore and go for miles. But at the same time, he's not it's not like they reinvented Peter Parker to be African-American later. They invented a whole other character from a whole other universe. And so, you know, to bring that toy into the toy box, I, I understand why they didn't. But I also understand your frustration, but I think it's, you know, it goes back to, to intention and they sure had the intention of bringing more diversity into homecoming. I thought, yeah, I think they had welcome. I think they had the intention of bringing more diversity and I I want to get off of homecoming as much as possible because there are a lot of people who haven't seen, I want to respect Let me just tell you how it ends first and then we'll, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, I do want to say that talking about how I respond to that is I say, Octavius, who's responsible for that feeling? Me. Mm-hmm. I'm responsible. And what I'm responsible for is how I react. Mm-hmm. You know, am I going to let this be the thing that controls my entire experience with Spider-Man and this movie and geek culture and Marvel and I hate it and I'm never going to read anything ever again? Like, am I going to do that? I have that choice. Sure. But what I don't have control over is casting the next movie. Yeah. But I have control over making the stuff I want to see. In, in, inspiring and influencing my circle mm-hmm. and being able to move on from there. 
um, and picking and choosing the things I really want to go ham sandwich over. So there are some things that I can nitpick apart, and there's other things where I go, wait, hold up. Mm-hmm. This is, this, now this is something that I need to really lean in on because this activates something in me that goes, this is worth tussling over. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think the kind of the, the big picture thing, at least where I'm landing, is who's responsible for my, for my joy when it comes to geek culture? Me. And a part of that is picking and choosing what it is that I want to go hard over. Sure. You know, there's some things I want to go hard over. I, like turning characters of color into whitewashing them, I'm going hard over that. Right. That's That's me. I'm going hard over that. Like, but... You know, Genki being in Homecoming, I'm not going hard over that. Even though I think that there's something there to talk about. And yeah. I, and again, I will use my influence, a.k.a. Comic Book Junto, to talk about that. Yeah, sure. But, you know, there's other things that I'm going to let slide because I have to be, I have to, what am I trying to say? Like, I've got to, I'm responsible for doing maintenance on my own brain, my sure. own emotions. You know what I'm saying? So I, I have a, a question that relates to all of this and, and something that everybody can think about. Who owns Spider-Man? Marvel. Do they Sony. own the property or do they own the character? And this is open for other folks in the audience too if you guys want to chime in as well. Because in my mind, all of us in this room right now own a piece of Spider-Man. Nope. In my mind, well, hold up. All of us somebody own a piece somebody of Spider-Man because every single yeah that, that old <laughs> that old chestnut. Somebody writes something wrong. But but in my mind, all of us as fans have some level of ownership over these characters. Now it's not a complete ownership, and it is a different ownership altogether than you know the property or being able to choose what happens to that character. Mm-hmm. But if they release the next James Bond film, and in that film. Daniel Craig is playing a man who is transformed into a bat and he flies around sh- shooting people with a silenced PP7, mm-hmm. but he's also like a Batman with, you know, wings and all that. Well, look, they own James Bond. They can do whatever they want. Right. But all of the James Bond fans are like, nope, uh-uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's not how it works. So who's, who owns it though? So ownership is something that I'm thinking about because in the case of Spider-Man Homecoming, suddenly uh, Peter Parker is best friends with Genki or Ned, and that's a best friend from a different character. Marvel has the ability to do that, but they're sort of infringing on the sense of ownership, the relationship you're that using, the fans have. You're using, you're using words I don't agree with. Yeah, I, I believe this is true, and I believe in the same situation, this is what elicited the response with Hydra Cap. You turn Cap into Hydra... And a lot of people who feel like they have a relationship with the character, and I'm not saying this is correct mm-hmm. or incorrect. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm saying the 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 relationship has been uh, intruded upon. Mm-hmm. Like Marvel, you can't do that. I have a relationship. I have substance with this character, and I th- I believe that is what's driving a lot of the the response. That that's how it makes sense to me. Because look, you turn around, R.L. Stein. This part's for you. All right, all right. This part's just for R.L. Stein. I <laughs> got go. words for R.L. right now. R.L. I know you're well, listening. We ain't got, ho- ain't got so say, much time. So. Hold up, I got 26 minutes for you, R.L. Okay. All right. Look, thank you Here for listening to Comic Book Junto. Thank you, R.L. Thank you for the stars. five stars and positive comment, R.L. So uh, sorry. I want to say we appreciate you, but you know, we don't. So 
You can't give my favorite character a mouth. He can. You can't make my favorite character, Man-Thing, yes, speak. Yes, he can. You can't make Man-Thing have a dream sequence he most six issues. Yes, he can. You can't have Man-Thing abandon his former characters and be kissing on somebody. Who who, who are these people? Where's Ellen? Where's However, Ellen he can, though. Where, where are all these characters? What's going on? He can. This is not my Man-Thing. Hashtag not my Man-Thing. Hashtag right. free Meek. And I wanted to get into that. Because Meek is I have an ownership. I have a sense of ownership. I have a relationship with this character, mm -hmm. even though I know I do not own the character. Mm -hmm. So when, when things change, when that relationship changes, when the contents and substance, substance change, it feels like yep. someone busted into my house and stole something from me. Right. Feels that way. Fair. So I think a part of the intention, as as Adam May brought up, and also the responsibility, ha it has a lot to do with ownership and the feeling, the sensation of ownership. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason why people feel that ownership is because they literally don't know what's happening behind closed doors at Marvel. Again, mm -hmm. to go back to what I was talking about with my friend and that like sense of. I don't know what's happening back there. We have a re-upped on a contract. I right. don't know what you're doing and your expectations are of me. I don't know what my expectations are of you. I think expectations is a great word. And what I'm calling for is for people to manage their expectations. Agreed. I feel like you. because accountability again is have we agreed on this? Sure. And I think what's going on in geek culture is there is this assumed individualized agreement uh -huh. person to person reader to reader watcher to watcher that this person is doing the thing for me uh-huh uh -huh. and that's not accurate what they actually are doing is doing the thing for stakeholders doing the thing for themselves doing the things for their team sure for what's going to be easier for the equipment we have they're doing things how much to, money do we have they're paying homage to the people who came before them they're yes. also doing the thing for the next generation yes i, I know we have uh, somebody who wants to add to the conversation so if you want to add to the conversation please come up i think my mic just turned off so that is entirely possible Check, Maybe check, check. Mic on. Yeah, it's it's it might be because of the RL situation. Oh, RL came in and cut off Adam's RL, mic. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not taking any of it back though. I mean, let's just be straight. Well, while we're waiting on getting that mic together, that means we, I can say things about RL without my mic being on. He's never going to hear it. We got a new guest. Want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Timory, long time listener, first time caller. Hey, uh, first time, long time. <laughs> All right, what do you what do you got for us? Okay, so my thought on that, um, and so specifically, I can see Adam has a man thing tattoo. What? Oh, does he? Yes, I, I can see it from here. Um, and I think that 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 is a is he back on a thing that is um, relevant to the conversation because like you're not the only person who's ever done something like that. Like you become such a big fan of a character or of an art that you uh, might integrate it into your personal aesthetic, might mm -hmm. wear shirts of yeah. something, might like buy some art, might like put art on your body, et cetera. Right. So, so when you do that, you get the tattoo of the character as you understand them. Mm -hmm. And so on some level, I like, Captain America isn't necessarily my thing, but I can understand. Like, what if somebody's walking around with Captain America tattoo and like, I have a Nazi on me now. Bam. Like, mm. that's not what I agreed to hmm. when I got this. I and thought that's I had an interesting, understanding. I'm so happy you brought that up because one of the protests that started after Hydra Cap was introduced, one of those protests was people who had Captain America shirts, the shield, that iconic shield. And they would write something on it like, F Marvel. Hmm. And you know, it was suddenly someone was saying the symbols that I signed up for have changed without my permission. 
And that, that's, that gets back to ownership, right? Now we're, we're talking about the iconography. We're talking about alignment. I align myself with yeah. this image. It's like a little bit... Okay, so my, my area of expertise is uh, outside of comics, but it's the, it's the concept of like enthusiastic ongoing consent mm. that like I agreed to be a part of this thing to help build your industry to support this character that you created. Yeah, you created. Um, but I agreed to be a part of this community under the auspices that this was what this was about mm -hmm. and you have changed the game and so when you change things up you don't continue to have my consent i mm -hmm. guess is the way mm -hmm. to put it. so it's like all right well you're gonna do that to the character and if you're just changing the demographics of a character like that feels like less of a, a slap in the face unless you make that character like fundamentally as um, like on a foundational level, different. Sure. And then all of a sudden it's like, we helped get you here. Now you're like, man, whatever. Yeah, I think, they, I think there is there, there <laughs> I think is a sensation, whether it's real or not, there's a sensation of of abandonment or betrayal. Yeah, and I think that feeling is real. Yeah. And that's something that you really have to consider. I mean, it's like message sent versus message received, which is something that I struggle with a lot. Mm. Like, well, you said so-and-so. That, that is not what I said. I mm -hmm. didn't say those words at all. You heard that. Now what do we do? Mm -hmm. What do we do now? Because I'm, am I now, and I keep going to responsible because that's, I have to hang, excuse me. I have to like connect my like grappling hook to something. Mm -hmm. Like, do I react to everybody's intention and opinion? Like, what, where do I, like, what am I responsible for now? Mm -hmm. I did a thing, you took it a certain way. Sure. Now what? Yeah, so a, the, the action or item. I did or didn't do a thing. The action you know? item after feeling that sensation, maybe potentially consent has been changed, those terms have been changed, uh, the, the, the icon and the, the affirm, affirmation that I received from this character and, and being aligned with this company has changed. So the question is, how do I behave yeah. now? Timory, what do you think? Oh, she's gone. <laughs> Timory, <laughs> what, what do you think? I just wanted to get your opinion on, so like with Adam's question, how do you behave now? If in that scenario where we had this thing, this kind of unspoken agreement, I thought we understood each other, you change, oof. I mean, I'm a big fan of, in general, just for most things, voting with your dollars. Because like mm. when it comes to corporations, that's the only power that we have yes so like support the things that you want to have exist mm -hmm. you know pay for art that is good sure go. sure yeah and, and you know what I'm, I'm glad that you deliver that in such a concise message because the the idea of voting with your dollar is exactly what you're saying octavius you're saying if you don't want this don't buy it don't be a part of it mm -hmm. that's it just say no I'm out. I don't like Secret War. I'm out. I don't like the idea of what's happening at Homecoming. I'm, I'm just, I'm out. Oh, Although in. In, a, in a situation with a movie, for instance, you know, you, you wouldn't find out about what's happening if you're a part of the Blackout congregation. Oh yeah, because we don't play around with that. No, absolutely not. So if you, if you haven't had any of those elements spoiled, maybe you go into an experience and you're like, well, hold up. I was hoodwinked. Bamboozled. I was bamboozled. Led astray. I'm flabbergasted. Run amok. We have a new guest who's going to share some opinions. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's your name? Hi, my name's Chris. Hey, Chris, get a little bit closer to the microphone so we can uh, hey, my hear name's your Chris. voice. How you doing, hey, Chris, Chris, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks I like for your hat. Me. He's got a Spider-Man hat. Yep. <laughs> now, hold on. That's the amazing Spider-Man, as it says. Is that Spider-Man Homecoming Spider-Man? 
Is that Tobey Maguire under that? Is that Andrew Garfield? So who's under the mask, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I mean, um, I personally I, I love Homecoming Spider-Man. I thought it was a great. Careful, Chris. No spoilers. Yeah. Oh no, no. It just you go, a great. We got to put like people's mean. hand on a book and say, <laughs> "Can you can you go ahead and just align with the Blackout Congregation?" Uh, uh, and do you want to give a real quick Blackout Congregation? Basically, means you watch one trailer. The trailer has a job to determine whether you will or will not see the movie. Once you have watched that trailer, you black out of all media until you sit in the seat and watch the movie. That's how Earmuffs. I live my, live my life. That's right. Case the life I chose. <laughs> all right. That's the path I'm walking down. All right, Chris. Do you agree to the Blackout Congregation's terms? I saw them swear. We'll be it, watching you afterwards. It's like an iTunes agreement, and I've, I've put a. You just a click. Give me the music. Just yes, check. All right. So you, uh, you're saying? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, well, in regards to um, characters changing and like you know ownership and stuff like that. I mean, if if we uh, kind of make an analogy to just real life terms, like I don't know if this has happened to any of you, but like you know. Uh, in high school, you know, like my, my best friend and we went to separate colleges. Yeah. Uh, I'm from New York and I went to one college and he went all the way to uh, California. Mm -hmm. And then the next time I saw him, he was wearing sandals, had dreadlocks and was a vegan. Mm. And so That's like rough. he, yeah. So he, a lot of change. He completely. Y'all can't eat burgers, burgers together no Chris, more? Might, <laughs> might, I, might I inquire on the, uh, the, the race of your friend? Uh, he's Caucasian. So he's a white guy with dreadlocks. So that's an important component here. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to spell things out. You just want to understand what we're dealing I'm just with right trying now. To spell things out. What, what exactly is going that's on? All right I wanna, now. That's all I want to know. Now we got it. Carry on. And so, so you know, I mean, it just in in life, people change, such as characters would change, and right. I have as much ownership of Spider-Man as I do of my buddy. Mm. Mm. You know, and so that's an interesting I, point. I, you know, I mean, like he's saying his buddy is owned by Marvel. Yeah, oh, yes, he's actually. That's what it is. Yeah. Am I owned by Marvel? Yo, I gotta say, what is your friend's name? Uh, no, we don't gotta do all that. If well, you you don't can want go to. ahead and change his name. Just give me a, a pseudonym. Uh, Moon Knight. All right. So okay. your friend's name. I, I hated when they rebooted your friend. Wait, your friend is Moon Knight. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> now he is. Yes. I just thought it was okay. trash when Moon Knight was rebooted and moved to West Coast and started wearing sandals. And I was like, Where's How's the cloak? Moon Knight out here doing his job with sandals on? <laughs> Man. He got on a white suit and a, and, a, and a mask with some sandals on. Yo, this is Moon Knight on Island Time. He's like, he's in, he's in, uh, uh, it's Margaritaville Moon Knight. Oh, it's like the action figures where you've got uh, like Scuba Batman, Scuba Batman, and you've got Summer yeah. Moon Knight. Area. Okay. Anyway, so, carry on. You so were saying your friend Moon Knight has changed his look. He's changed uh, maybe his his philosophy and outlook on life. Mm -hmm. And what what do you feel? Well, I mean, you know, so you brought up the word betrayed a little uh, before, and mm -hmm. you know, in in the immediate, yeah, I guess he, yeah, I felt like, who is this guy standing in front of me? But um, I mean, you know, like now everything's like cool. I mean, he's not he he lost the dreadlocks, so like, oh, okay, uh, that's all good. Um, but R.I.P. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it, it's just you know, if, if we're to think of these characters as real life and allow them to have character development mm -hmm. as real people, mm -hmm. then these kind of things will happen, you yeah. know? And I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I can't tell my friend, like, I don't like, you know, change back, right. you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just as much as I can't tell Spider-Man to, 
change change back to the Spider-Man that I know and love. And what's interesting is you say you can't tell your friend that when in fact you do have the ability to tell him that, mm-hmm. but that would put you in a real mess, wouldn't it? Because you have said, unless these things change, we're done here. Our relationship is done. And that is in fact what many comic book fans do. Um, it, it creates a con- conditional relationship. That's right. That's which right. Is, which the question is, is that or is that not okay? So where are you now with your friend? Oh no, we're we're cool. We're like y'all eating burgers or no? Are you eating vegan joints? <laughs> he's he's back to he's back to burgers. All right. Hey, yeah. welcome back, man. Well, y'all, at least you guys have that. Are you wearing sandals? Uh, uh me? No, nah, I, I. That's I, a good choice. I, I like I like I like my kicks. Yeah, no, so I don't, respect don't that. speak on sandals. I'm gonna just hide my feet under the. No, nah, man, live right your now. life. I'm just not gonna do okay, it. Okay, I'm just some. Okay, just you out hide here. my feet. I mean, I got all the melanin I need on my feet. I'm good. <laughs> you know, but Chris, I, thank you very much for I appreciate you having me. Yeah, I mean, I really and I think it. that's a great point. We can connect that even to another one of our favorite things is music. Like if you listen to Reasonable Doubt and you listen to 444, two different dudes, and they're supposed to be. Yes, like. Fresh off the fresh, I mean, fresh out of Marcy Jay Z, and fresh out of the the you know the the like the boardroom Jay Z are two different guys. There is a reason why there is a song called "I Miss the Old Kanye," mm-hmm. right? And in it, the the progression, the character development of human beings, of artists, of characters, all of that is interesting. I wonder, is it all the same thing when someone is spinning a story, when someone is telling you a story? As opposed to, you know, realizing their true selves yeah. or, or enacting what they believe to be, I know you love this phrase, their truth. Yeah. Right? So um, I I wonder how it lines up and it helps guide me through some of that in terms of, you know, whether or not I accept this, what do I do with myself, how do I calm my own mm-hmm. nerves and, and, and displeasure. Um, but I don't know if it's necessarily one-to-one on yeah. that. You know, if my friend moves to the West Coast and starts wearing sandals, that's not necessarily the same thing as uh, this company that I, I love and trust has decided they they want to change, fundamentally change the position of my favorite character. Well, I think the, the thing about that is we do this in real life and we shouldn't and we have to wrestle with that. Mm. We feel like. People owe us things Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. I know I wrestle with it in my relationships all the time. I think that you exist to bring me joy and happiness. And when you don't do your job and make me happy, I'm ready to condemn you. Because you are in violation of my kingdom. How dare you come to my kingdom and break the rules? And it's like, when did I become a member of your kingdom? When did that happen? So when you try to infringe upon other people's agency right to choose to be able to do the things they want to do that often doesn't go well or it creates this lopsided relationship where the whole relationship is around making you happy Mm -hmm. and as long as you're happy then i'm good but is that the kind of relationship we want i think healthy relationships are ones that people are allowed to grow and develop and try things Mm -hmm. give it a shot test it out is there grace for you is there grace for you to try something new? Is there grace for us to see what happens if Captain America turns into Hydra? What happens if this happens? And do we have a relationship with geek culture that allows, in one breath, we complain. Mm-hmm. Everything's the same. Nothing goes this way. Blah, blah, blah. I want this. They changed something. I can't believe they changed it. They're always changing anything. I hate this. You got to imagine as the, as the person who's making the stuff. Like Ta-Nehisi Coates said when we did the interview with him, at a certain point, you guys just got to turn your back on the fans and make the stuff that you think you are here to make. And that's if people right. like it or don't like it, that's what it is. Yeah. And, that's what, and I think that's him taking responsibility as a creator and going, look, 
I've been given the authority over this. I'm going to make the best thing I know how to make. Now, I'm responsible for making the best thing I know how to make. I'm not responsible for your reaction. You are. So I'm going to be responsible for me. You be responsible for you. And hopefully we can create an environment where we can coexist. And there be grace and room for us to be different. Because I think that's what it really comes down to. The shorthand version of what it is is, is it okay for you to be different? That's right. And where do we cut that off and go, but now this is beyond difference. We've crossed the line here. And saying I think it's a case-by-case, situation-by-situation scenario where we're constantly— There's no blanket, you must always do this. There's there's, no universal. I will will say it this way. There's a lot of nuance. I don't want to say what there isn't because I think there are, but again, what is that? That's you. That's me. Sure. I think there is a line, but— Am I open to have a conversation about it? And that's what I'm asking for in geek culture. Are we willing to create an environment where there's grace for us to go? I don't necessarily see it that way, but I'm willing to hear from you. And on my on my end of things, I know that I have two things that I can do. One, I can vote with my dollars, as, as Tim Re mentioned earlier. I can True. actually make decisions with the only way that I can make decisions, which is what I, what I choose to follow, what I choose to be part of, what I choose to support. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. And more people, please remind yourself of your ability to do that. You have the authority and power to do that. Uh, and then the second part is I would very much like to request increased transparency and more communication about what happens behind closed doors mm-hmm. in comic book companies, in movie studios. Now, I'm, this is pie in the sky. I don't think this is actually going to happen. But it would be very nice for me to understand the conversations that are happening when those ideas are coming out, instead of issuing me a, a half-assed apology when someone is offended, why don't you just let me in on what's happening in the meantime? Adam, how are they going to let all of us in on what's happening in the meantime? Yeah, press release. Two you want, you, How much you want to know what, Yo, how, Image how Comics, Image Comics just came out with a, an apology on behalf of an artist, and then the, uh, the artist and creator wrote a completely different thing and said, nah, F y'all. And so, you know... A press release, a lineman, let me know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Because if there's an internal struggle, maybe I can see, oh, okay, there's room for nuance. I see that some of you are struggling with it too. Mm-hmm. So, so the transparency is what you're looking for. Looking say, for that. Hey, we're all, try- we're all trying to figure it out. Okay, uh, we are rounding up the show. Mm-hmm. We could not have done this show without you in the room with us right now. Shout out our, to you all. Our live audience, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. We're so glad that you were here to witness uh, Octavius and I come up with all the answers. We've completely solved it. We, we did figured it so everything fast. Out. That's right. Uh, we do have to say thank you to a number of people. Uh, the people who are making this podcast festival possible, who invited us into this space here at Amalgam. Uh, we have to thank Amalgam Comics and Coffee uh, for having yeah. us here. We also, we have to thank Philadelphia Podcasting Society. We are card-carrying members that of is the correct. Podcasting Society. And, that is correct. And don't it feel good. We have to thank Bridge Set Sound, Steel Empire for the sound. Thank you so much, guys. Steel uh, Empire. We do got to shout out other venues. Uh, Tattooed Mom, Fireball Printing, uh, Pyroglyphic Studio, uh, New Media Touring, The Trocadero. I'm seeing a show on Sunday at The Troc. I hope other people are seeing uh, podcasts throughout the weekends and during the festival. Philly Banner Express, Tea House. Inc. And of course, my man, Nathan, Click Save Photography. He was taking a photograph as I said that. Yeah. He is self-actualizing right now. Also, if you want to stay in contact with us, Adam, at Adam Tedris on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I am at Octavius A. Newman on Twitter. The show, Comic Book Junto on Twitter. If you agree 
disagree, want to talk more, send us an email, comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. That's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com. You can leave us voicemails that we may or may not play on the show. We shall see. The phone look, number, we have <laughs> respect our agency. <laughs> respect my right to choose. <laughs> my phone, our phone number is 215-948-2742. Pick up the phone. You can yeah. also do it that way as well. You can find this show and many other episodes on uh, SoundCloud, on iTunes. Leave us five stars and a positive comment, please, because it helps us um, take over the world. That's it. Um, what am I forgetting? The only thing I could uh, think to say at this point in time, after running down a list of people that I have not oh, yet met. Oh, shout out to Barefoot too. Buy some stuff. And I, I hope I meet sometime. Is Octavius, thank you for doing the show with me. Hey. You all right with me, man. man. You on your way. That's right. We on our way. That's right. I don't know where we're going. But Thank we you, everybody, for joining us. It's Comic Book Junto Live. All we right. love y'all. Until Send next time. Peace. Oh, oh, oh.